Welcome in, everybody, to Betting Pros. It's time to place your bets. It is me, Joey P, Joe P. Zapia, and today we're going to take our look at week one, the best of the lines, the best of the sides. Oh, man, we are here. Football is ready to go. Kickoff is tonight. We're recording this on Thursday afternoon, and my goodness, we're excited because that means now we can finally bet on real football games to help us break down some of the best bets of the week. Of course, Andrew Erickson, Mr. Big Pot Energy himself, and my good friend from Sports Grid, the one, the only, Joe Ranieri, two Joes on one show my goodness it doesn't get better than that Joe Ranieri I know you're excited for the NFL season I know you know we have this long period of time waiting into August but of all the things going on this week in week one what's the one thing in the NFL that you are so excited to see finally happen is it a certain rookie starting is it one of the new quarterbacks like what's going on for you that has your attention in week one well I'd be lying if I said that as a lifelong Jets fan, uh, depression has not set in yet, uh, which usually <laughs> happens right around this time of year. Uh, but I'd be lying if I said the idea of Aaron Rodgers uh, in a Jets uniform with that defense and some of those changes, and they start right off the bat taking on uh, the nemesis there in Buffalo. Uh, MetLife Stadium is going to be packed. I can't wait to see. Aaron Rodgers and these young kids, I, I'm really interested to see what the New York Jets can bring to the table this year. Yeah, uh, you're right, though. I mean, most of the Jet fans I know, even still, it's hard because I'm still up here in Jersey and they're still they're like, I want to I want to be happy. I want to be excited for Monday Night Football. But you could sense this doom and gloom. And I love it. I, I live for Cautious that. It's optimism. Fun. Yeah. Ca Cautious as, as New England Patriots fans, uh, Andrew Erickson <laughs> and myself uh, over here, which is kind of fun. Uh, I just heard Bill Belichick broke up with his girlfriend, Eric. So I was just reading about that. Are you worried Ooh. about that affecting the game this week? He needs no distractions. <laughs> he's, he's dialed in. It's all football 24-7. You know, Bill, he, he's ready. <sighs> He's ready. We're Love on it. to Tinder. All right. All right. There you go. Let's <laughs> let's get after everybody. So today we're going to review some of our favorite bets of the week. The guys each have brought five to the table that we're going to review, talking about the sides and what's going on. If you're looking for props, that's tomorrow's show. So make sure you subscribe to the betting pros on the YouTube side. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your pods. But also don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment below because when you do, you could win an Aaron Jones autographed jersey. Thanks to us. And again, it's real simple. Click the bell till it goes ding so you know if you're the winner. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and drop a comment. That's it. That's all you got to do. It's a beautiful time to be alive. And we also want you to join our NFL contest, which is going on right now. So download the new Betting Pros app if you haven't already. And if you have, go to the community tab. Go to NFL Contest or just go to bettingpros.com slash NFL Contest because we're giving away weekly prizes. We're giving away monthly prizes, an annual prize to a JSN autographed jersey also. So we're giving away lots of cool stuff. I'm in that contest. Erickson's in that contest. We want you to be in that contest too. And every week we're going to tout all the big winners of the week. And again, it's never too late to join because we're giving away Fantasy Pros swag, upgrades to Betting Pros and Fantasy Pros. What a time to be alive. Just go have some fun with us. Joe Ranieri, you're our guest today. I want to start with you. Give me the first game on your list that you want to wager on in week one. Oh, well, and listen, you, you just did this could, and I'm not sucking up. I want to go on record <laughs> and say I am not sucking up by making my first bet. The New England Patriots uh, getting four points here okay. against the highly overrated Philadelphia Eagles Ooh. team. And uh, listen, guys, it, it's simple. Philadelphia's schedule last year 
It was so ridiculously beneficial to them. It made them actually look like they were way better than what they were. And that is now carried over into this year. That was one of the easiest schedules uh, for a Super Bowl team. I believe they said in the last 15 years, the road to the Super Bowl for Philadelphia was paved. All they had to do was not screw it up. Have you seen this year's schedule, guys, at all with what Philadelphia's got coming? And in the meantime, let's talk about the New England Patriots who finally realized maybe Matt Patricia not the best option to run our <laughs> offense. So what do they do? They go out and get uh, a guy that I love, and I think he's got an ax to grind. I think he's got a little something to prove there in Bill O'Brien. Uh, nothing says confidence in Mac Jones like the fact that you cut Bailey Zappi only to bring him back, and he's now your practice squad uh, QB. So all of the eggs, there's no more looking over Mac Jones's shoulder. The New England defense is going to be – it's already being undervalued and underrated. Oh, yeah, and keep this in mind. Philadelphia, you know how many starters they played in the preseason? Uh, oh, yeah, nobody. They didn't play anybody. And not that that's not a bad thing for the long-term future, but what we have seen in years past is that teams in week one who didn't play any of their starters, they come out 6-13 and 13 straight up, 7-12 and 12 against the number – in week one, you want to give me more than a field goal and you want to give me more than a week of Bill Belichick to prepare for my overrated ass? I'm taking the New England <laughs> Patriots and the points all day long. Welcome to a new year, Philadelphia. Not going to be the same cakewalk it was Oof, a year ago. Man, this is this has hurt my heart, though, because I have a lot of Eagles shares already because I think the NFC is weak. I do, however... <laughs> Like what you're talking about, because they did draft Christian Gonzalez. I like that linebacker they drafted you. I think they have very good draft on defense, getting back to basics. And yes, getting back to Bill O'Brien, somebody who actually knows what he's doing on the offense. What a, what a concept. Erickson, let's go to you. Give me one on your list here for the best bets of week one. What do you have? Going with the Baltimore Ravens minus 10 at home against this Houston Texans offense led by CJ Stroud, making his first NFL start. Again, it's a lot of points for the Ravens to cover, but if any team is just going to smash a rookie quarterback's confidence in week one, it is the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Last four seasons with John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson in week one. Average margin of victory in week one has been over 25 points. They have made life horrible in week one for opposing quarterbacks. They've destroyed teams when they first open up the season. Lamar Jackson has not played in front of the Baltimore Ravens crowd in a long time because he missed a bunch of games at the end of last season. We haven't seen him in the preseason. They're unveiling this new offense with Todd Munkin, and I think they want to come out guns blazing, and I think they can do that against this Texans team that one of the biggest things is injuries on their offensive line. Like, they have a ton of injuries on their own line. So although the Ravens' defensive line has a lot of changes from last year and their secondary is a little banged up, I don't think it's going to matter. I don't think they're going to be able to run the football, which the Texans want to do to kind of reduce the pressure on C.J. Stroud. But I just don't think that's going to happen. I think it's a house of horrors for C.J. Stroud in week one. And I think the Ravens, they, they win by double digits. It's a tough Ooh. road assignment for anybody uh, when you mm -hmm. think about it. Always Baltimore is always very tough, especially opening that week one in that defense. So, yeah, it does seem like a tough one. This one opened at nine and a half. And now it has gone to 10 pretty much in all the books. And don't forget to make sure you sync all your sports books to betting pros so you can know exactly if any more line movement happens, if these number goes up or down where you might be. That way you can always get the best line. That's what we're trying to help you to do. So all the sports books are here. You can go and sync up 
uh, your sports books, and then of course get all the notifications so you know exactly which sports you're betting on, where the movement is, and you can be on top of all of that. That's what we do here, at BP. All right, back to you, Joe. Give me another game that you're in on this week for Week One. I love the uh, the Week One value in some of these games, and with some of the undervaluing of some teams. And uh, to me, one of the teams that's being the most undervalued right now is the Tennessee Titans, who will take on the New Orleans Saints. And they're going to get three and a half points here. Uh, and I would I'd be shocked if the hook is still available as it's starting. Look like it's starting to come down. Threes look like uh, more realistic mode. Like, is anybody really going to try to convince me that the New Orleans Saints are the better team here? Um, no, what they are is an aging group that doesn't have their best running back for the first one, two, three games because, uh, you know, he likes to go to Vegas and uh, and beat people up. So he's not going to be available to them. Derek Carr has gotten progressively worse efficiency-wise over the last three to four years. This is now his fifth OC. Dennis Allen, as your head coach, has never had a winning season as a head coach. There is no way you can convince me that the home field advantage is worth what the market is telling me. I've got D-Hop now who could have gone New England, could have gone in a number of different directions, but settled to go to the Tennessee Titans. And oh yeah, by the way, I get Derrick Henry. I get finally a healthy uh, a healthy Ryan Tannehill. Uh, now the offensive line, concerned for the Tennessee Titans. But you know what's not? Not against that front of, uh, of the Saints because that defensive front is worse than it was last year. When you put it all together, I get a better defense as far as I'm concerned with Tennessee on the road. I certainly give Rabel the thumbs up as a head coach over uh, Dennis Allen here. And I love the weapons and their ability to be able to attack this New Orleans team. Uh, the fact the hook was available is shocking. There is no way Tennessee should be getting more than a field goal on the road against New Orleans. Love it. You know, you bring up the age of the Saints, too, and that's something that concerns me very much as the season goes on. I've had a lot of sharp people on the show in the offseason, and Andrew, too. And my question, <laughs> I did that. I kid. I love you. Uh, but but in all honesty, they've all, and my, this was you know really interesting, I was on the Falcons, and they've all been on the Falcons to win that division. Who are you on to win that division, just out of curiosity? My money was on the uh, the Falcons. It is um, okay. I, I, yeah, absolutely. One. In that division, I think the Falcons are the uh, the team to beat. And listen, there were a lot of people on the same page as us, was it not, Joe? Because where yep. this opened and where it land, where it mm. is right now, there's a lot of people that were getting on there. And I think it's a put up a shut up year for Arthur Smith. Mm. I do trust him, and I trust the style that he's going to employ is going to help that defense and is going to help the young quarterback uh, with the running game. I think they're going to be very dangerous uh, come the end of the season. So that's Joe Pizapia, Joe Ranieri, Chris Raybon, and Rich Rebar from Sharp Football. Uh, that's, a, that's a pretty good group of people there. All right, Erickson, give me another one on your list here for week one. What do you have? I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the money line, the yeah. upset over the San Francisco 49ers who are going to be playing on the road. And if we look at last year, they played four road games over their 10-game winning streak. Two came against the Rams and Cardinals, two teams that were crumbling. One was a Thursday night victory over Seattle, and then one was an overtime finish. Took them to overtime to beat the Raiders, led by Jared Stidham. So then they really did not face a lot of strong teams on the road. Meanwhile, 
The Steelers were really strong after their bye week, 7-2 against the spread, 7-2 straight up after they started out 2-6. Both of their losses were at home, were by one score. Pittsburgh, 3-1-1 in week one over the past five seasons. They've been a team that's had big upsets in week one, including the last two years versus the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals. So I think that the key matchup here, Steelers defensive line, fifth ranked by PFF against a 49ers offensive line that's a little bit older, 18th ranked at home. I think it's going to be tough for Brock Purdy coming back from this elbow injury. It's his first start since that disastrous NFC championship game where the guy couldn't even throw the ball because of a fierce Eagles pass rush getting after him. So I love the Steelers here. I love them to pull up their third straight week one upset. They're three one and one as home dogs over the past two seasons. Give me Mike Tomlin. Give me the Steelers. Enough of this Kyle Shanahan worship. He can turn any puppet into a magic quarterback. Give me the Steelers. Well, I do love Muppets, so be careful what you say here on the program. I will say this, though. This is my number one bet of the week on the video I just recorded on betting pros. I do my top 10 bets of the week every single week here. Uh, we just released it yesterday. This was number one. For all the reasons that Andrew just said, I love Pittsburgh at home as the dog against the 49ers. Let's go. And look, I know Bosa just signed his contract, but let's not pretend like he's not going to be able to pitch count in this game. So let's 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 all take a deep breath here so uh i, I love this i apps i do uh, i mean on this joe you were kind of nodding your head on this one too it seems like mm -hmm. you're in on pittsburgh also i i just don't know how many more times we are going to doubt tomlin i, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand the market i i mean it like go ahead and doubt him because then you're giving uh, our side the ability to be able and go make some money backing him because i don't know what else the guy has to do to prove he's one of the best in the game never out the Steelers. All right, Steelers on the money lines. What we've got here, I got it at 120. I see it's at plus 112 now. So uh, interesting how that's been moving a little bit. I'm sorry, everybody. This is why you follow me, bettingpros.com/slash Joe. So that way, you know, early on, you get the better numbers. All right, let's keep going here. Uh, Joe, let's go back to you. Give me another game for week one. What side are you on? All right, well, I'll, I will go to the Monday night game here because I did just bet it, and now it is starting to move in the direction that I bet. So ah. that's either a well, great thing. Well, I always say Joe Ranieri moves the needle. Or it's a that's why I had Joe thing. on the show. <laughs> it's either a great – listen, I got enough CLB trophies on my bookcase uh, back here to last a lifetime, so we're good to go. Um, I'm going to go to the Monday night game, and I went um, – forget the side because, again, cautious optimism with Aaron Rodgers as a Jet fan – but I have no doubt this game is going under. Uh, 46 and a half is what it was. I, I'm starting to see 46 and 45 and a halfs. And I don't know why the market opened this one up as high as it did. Are we under the impression that the Bills defense and the Jets defense has somehow gotten worse than they were a year ago? We're talking about two of the best top four defenses uh, in expected yards per play. And the Jets weren't even a great turnover defense last year, and they were still top five in just about every defensive statistical category, including being able to make Josh Allen a little uncomfortable. The weather calls for some humidity and some rain, so we're talking about a slick ball. And don't forget, Aaron Rodgers is in not in a rush when he runs this offense. Uh, he is going to take he's a lot of cadence guys, a lot of sit back, wait until the clock rolls out. I don't see this thing going up tempo at all. I don't see. I think the first one to 24 wins. And I think that's where this game is going to be. So anything, uh, anything over 45 
I think is a must bet to the under here. Expect the defenses to be better than both offenses in this one. It's going to be a rock fight, but it's one that I hope the Jets win, but I'm taking the under. You know, I did a spot last week with our good friend Ben Stevens over at Sports Grid last mm. week, and they, he was asking me about this game. He's like, what are you going to take away from this game when it's over? And my answer to him was absolutely nothing. Because nothing. I feel like the emotion of 9-11, first home game for Aaron Rodgers, it's in the New York area with two teams in the New York area. There's just going to be so much going on there that I think no matter what the outcome is, you shouldn't carry it over to the next week. Do you agree with that sentiment? Yeah, listen, <laughs> I would take it as far as say whatever you see over the in the month of September football wise. <laughs> burn it forget that you've ever seen it because what we're going to have in october and november is not going to even come close to resembling what we're going to see over the next three to four weeks and don't forget limited preseason guys sat the first couple of games uh in september are going to be opportunities for starters to kind of get their feet and uh, under them I wouldn't put a whole lot of stock into what we're going to see over the next couple of weeks. All right, uh, Joe Ranieri taking us through. All right, get another one here. Erickson, what do you have? I'm looking at the Jaguars-Colts matchup. I'm going to go with the Jaguars Ooh. team total over 25 and a half points. So I don't know what the Colts are doing in their secondary. They're starting – so they're two starting cornerbacks for the Jackson – or for the, uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. Dallas Flowers, Daryl Baker Jr., Two former 2022 undrafted free agents got to cover Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, good luck, and Trevor Lawrence. So I'm just super confident that this Jaguars offense is going to put up a ton of points versus this Colts defense. Not as confident on the Anthony Richardson side of things where I think that he can make plays with his legs, but the chaos that he creates when he's scrambling and running around can create points for or create opportunities for a lot of points but not something I want to necessarily bet on in week one, which is why I side. I think the Colts can do some offense and that kind of pushed the Jaguars to having to continue to score. The Jaguars averaged this number 25 and a half points in their two games last year against the Indianapolis Colts. But what did they do? They added Calvin Ridley. So they're going to score the same amount of points. Now they've added a wide receiver one into the offense facing two cornerbacks that we didn't ever even heard of before. So I like the Jaguars a lot in this spot. Again, the fact that it's, on the road makes me shy away from the spread just because trap game, they're on the road. They've never seen Anthony Richardson, but I do think we're going to see some offensive fireworks in a dome where I think Trevor Lawrence can rip it up um, from his perspective. I think you might've said Zay Flowers, mm -hmm. but I'm sure you mean Zay Jones. Yeah. I, I oh, Zay Jones. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, before yeah, everybody starts chiming <laughs> in, don't be that person. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes that person. We're all human beings. It's week one. Do you realize how hard we're all working here to get up to the deadline of things? So I just wanted to make sure. See, I defend you to the YouTube comments, mm -hmm. you know, which is something you got to do. But I love our YouTube watchers. I love you all. None of you sound like that. That's just every good football analyst has that voice of, of that person who does stupid things. That's just it's just yep. what we do. All right, Erickson. I love that. Um, that that's that whole game, too. It's funny because I felt like. Mm. I feel like that was a trap game a couple weeks ago. A lot of people were looking at that. And now after we've had a little bit more time with Anthony Richardson, a little bit more clarity with Jonathan Taylor, I think all of us go, yeah, okay, this is not exactly the uh, the trap maybe people thought it might be. All right, let's go back to you, Joe. Uh, give us our last one here that you have for week one in the NFL. What do you have? All right, I'm going to go uh, one different uh, angle here simply because uh, I agreed um, with uh, the Baltimore pick there. And so- Well, you it, can agree. That's, that I makes it even agree. better when two people agree. It, 
I agree 100%. I'll throw it out there. And I agree also in the fact that as much as I like the under in the Monday night game, I love the under in the Sunday night game as well. 46 and a half for the Giants in Dallas makes zero sense to me as well. Do not see the Giants profiling as anything but an under team here this year with Danny Dimes. And I love Dable. Absolutely love them. But the Giants are going to win games by grinding it out and playing possession and control of the football. They are not uh, going to win uh, any sort of aerial attacks and and, and high-octane uh, types of offensive games. I think they got to win it with defense. They got to win it by being able to run the football and contain um, keeping that defense out in the field the entire time. So to me, 46 and a half, I'm starting to see 46 and even 45 and a half in this one here. I don't want nothing to do with a divisional dog at home. I know a lot of people are split on this. They love Dallas. I'm not in week one taking any road favorites in a divisional matchup. Not going to do it, but I will take the under in this one, too. If you can get anything uh, over 45, I think that one, too, is going to be a bit of a rock fight. Yeah, looking right now, I'm seeing 46 and a half is uh, the number you're getting here on the under. That's the best odds uh, over on betting pros. I see 45 and a half on MGM, 46 at DK, 45 and a half on FanDuel. So this one's a little kind of all over the place. So uh, as Joe Mm -hmm. said, kind of lock this in here because... This is another one, too. Such a public game, which is always a tough one, isn't it, Joe? Whenever you have those very public teams, the New York team, Dallas team, it's week one. Everyone's excited about football. How much do you you take into account, too, of of the bad decision-making that goes around that sort of element? Well, in week one, keep in mind, these lines have been up six years. (laughs) Uh, It's not like they just came on uh, last night. So the lines Uh have been available for quite a while. And, uh, you know, just keep that in mind. But always the Thursday night game, Monday night game, Sunday night game, there are always going to be the highest standalone profile games, which means you're going to get a ton of uh, public money um, pushing into those games into either teams like Dallas uh, or certainly public perception teams are going to get an awful lot of love. But if we know that, guys, I can assure you the books know that. All right, Erickson, I feel like you've got some feelings about this one, too. You also like the under, right? Yeah, I love the under in the Giants-Cowboys. Look, Giants were 11-8 toward the under last year. Two games versus Dallas. They were held to 20 or fewer points. I mean, Dallas has the best defense, arguably, in the NFL. Micah Parsons, the favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year. That dude is going to make Daniel Jones By the way, that number started out at 7. Do you see what that number is now? (laughs) Yes. It's crazy. Like, so I got it at 7. Again, it came out six years ago, like Joe Ranieri (laughs) said. I was waiting for this number. It came out. There it is, 7. Boom. I want to lock that in because I know that's not going to last. Go ahead, AE. What do you got? So I, so I don't think the Giants are going to put up much of a fight on their offensive side. And then on Dallas, it's welcome. Goodbye, Kellen Moore. Hello, Mike McCarthy. Hello, slow offense. Hello, we're going to run the ball. Hello, we're not going to want to score points in the second half. That's what we're going to get. So even if Dallas is productive in, in the first half of the game, second half of the game, they're going to be happy to run the football, not push pace. And we're all going to be underwhelmed, especially as fantasy managers are like, why are we not doing more? Why are we not running more up-tempo? Well, that's Mike McCarthy for you. All right, we got one more left for each of the guys. Let's go through them. Joe, let's get back to you. Uh, I know you got some feelings about the Miami and the Chargers. Oh, I hate them. Yes, Uh, I hate Miami with all my passion. But I do like uh, to hate. And they play right down the road for me here. But I will say this here. Um, If you like offense, I think this is the game that you're going to want to watch this week. And of all the games, and it was one of the 
the higher totals here. And I think that uh, at 51, 51 and a half, which is where it had been hovering around. Listen, I love what Miami did. They brought in Fangio. There's an emphasis on defense. They brought in Jalen Ramsey, right? Unfortunately, he got hurt, which is not great. But they did upgrade uh, upgrade in a number of positions on the defensive side. And I love that. And we all know about the Chargers, right? On paper, if they can stay healthy, it's the one team for all their faults, Brandon Staley, that you have, Brandon Staley. Uh, I will say that the injury bug, I mean, the unlucky nature of all the injuries they have had. They had Jackson last year went down, Bosa went down, Khalil Mack. They had so many injuries on the defensive side of the ball. You have to uh, you have to scratch your head and hope it doesn't happen again if I'm a Charger fan. But the one thing we know we're going to get from these two teams is offense. Uh, question marks on both sides of the defense. I think early on, I don't have any problem thinking, and even a team total situation here, one of these teams is going over 30 points here, if not both. Uh, so I like the over in this one. This will be an offensive fun one to watch here when it's all said and done. All right, Erickson, let's close it out strong here. What's your last best bet of the week here for week one? All right, going to Monday Night Football. We talked about the under, Ooh. which I also like, but I'm going to go with the Bills, minus two and a half. Look, oh. if it's going to be a dog fight, if it's going to be a close game, I want the best quarterback, and that's Josh Allen. Uh, with a field goal, come on. Like Josh Allen, 3-1 versus Robert Sala over the past two seasons. Every time Josh Allen has faced the Jets or it's been Aaron Rodgers, they've been double-digit favorites. So I think that the, the, the Buffalo Bills are kind of this team we were all super high on last year. Super Bowl favorites. Let's go Bills. And then the DeMar Hamlin thing happened. They kind of sputtered out during the playoffs. And now it's kind of like, well, the Bills had their chance. It's over. The playoff window's crushed. And it's all over for Buffalo. Where I don't think that's the case here. I think they're going to make a statement here against New York on the road. Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be all sunshine. It's going to be perfect. Rainbows with Rodgers in New York. No, it's not. Like, that never happens. So I think the Bills... Come away with the win here, win by field goal. So I like them minus two and a half. Andrew, are you saying that Aaron Rodgers might not show up in a big spot? Uh, it's possible. He may even be overrated. It's it's definitely possible. <laughs> no, dare. Now he's <laughs> definitely going to win that we said that. But look, gentlemen, <laughs> this is tremendous stuff. I want to hear from all of you who are watching the show. Drop your comments below. Give us your favorite picks of the week. Remember, we're all in this together. So we might as well bet together over on betting pros join the contest nfl contest right now again click the community tab on the app or go to bettingpros.com slash nfl contest the grand prize this year a jsn autographed jersey and a whole lot of other prizes every single week every single month we also got an aaron jones jersey we're trying to give you click the bell till it goes ding subscribe to the youtube channel comment below and you can win that as well and you can follow us there at bettingpros.com slash Joe. And of course at Erickson as well, Joe Ranieri, you could follow over on X or Twitter, whatever the hell it is today uh, at Joe Ranieri and check him out on sports grid. Again, one of my favorite people in the wagering space, Joe, thanks so much for giving us your time today, your insights, your, your neurosis, your hate, your love, all the things that you gave us here as a jet fan. I appreciate the therapy session for you that you had some things uh, real quick before I let you go. Do the Jets win that game? I know Erickson's picking the Bills side. Do you think the Jets come away with a victory? I'm asking the Jet fan, which is a loaded question. I know, and that's why I want to ask it. I will never, ever admit to betting the Bills against the Jets, <laughs> but I bet the Bills. Against the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> On Just that saying. note, there you go. Subscribe to Betting Pros wherever you get your pods, and again, follow us here. Uh, on the social media as well at betting pros that'll do it for us but the story of the game goes on for joe and andrew i'm joey p we'll see you next time kids